Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Eastack Nation. I'm your host, Jesse. And I'm here with Dwayne, Evanette, Hello. and Vanessa. Hello. How's it going, guys? Going good. It's been a while since we've all gotten together for a podcast, so this is exciting. <laughs> Shake off the rust. You got to push the button, though. The <laughs> applause. Oh, the applause button. Ooh, which one is I think it's this one. It has been a while. Man, you're forgetting stuff, dude. <laughs> I'm just a little rusty. It has because it oh, has been a while. Do you have the rusty wheels too? No, I don't have rusty wheels. Yeah, the little squeaky wheels. Oh, I do. No, I don't. No, those are those are crickets. Oh, let you head. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> yeah, for the awkward silence. <laughs> All oh. right. Yeah. Well, we need to update the soundboard then. We do with some other sound effects and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, like I said, shake off the rust, guys, because it's been about two months, month and a half to two months since we last, all four of us had a podcast and a nice conversation. So you guys nervous? Are you getting those butterflies in your stomach like when we were first doing this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> shake it off. Were we nervous at first? Yeah. Have you gone back to see our, own, our old podcasts? Probably bad, right? You can tell there's a yeah. lot of nerves and awkwardness. Yeah. But the girls, old, that's the girls seem normal, though. How we are. <laughs> Actually, uh, you guys look excited. Or, I mean, you girls look excited. Sorry. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, we've got a, we've got a good podcast for today, I think. I think we have a, a topic that is probably on everyone's minds. Um, and I'm sure everyone has experienced what we're going to talk about today. So this will be relevant to a lot of people. And uh, we hope that uh, you can find some encouragement and you find a blessing in today's podcast. We want to remind you, this podcast is also an outreach for us, right? We're trying to really reach out to other people and bring some encouragement and some words of up, just being uplifting, right? Um, do you guys think that's part of our mission here? Part of our purpose? Yes. Yeah, what else is there if not this? There's nothing. If you don't have Haystack Nation in your life... Watching TV? You have a big, giant void. Watching TV? No, that's there's nothing good on TV anyway. What's wow. good on TV anyway? Haystack Nation. I mean, I always Haystack Nation that, on YouTube. I always say there's two choices for everything, but people argue me and talk about what else is in between. <laughs> but for me, the light but is either on or off. The world is not all black high. and white, Dwayne. It's either black or white. It's gray. There's some gray areas. Back in the day, there was black and white TV. <laughs> With a little bit of gray. <laughs> <laughs> um but hey, just a reminder for everyone also, uh, check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, and check out our library. We, by, by this point, we have quite a few podcasts and videos and stuff, right? Yep. So check out our library of podcasts on Spotify, Apple, what is that? iTunes? Apple Podcasts? ITunes. Yeah. I, I forget where we're at now. Podbean. <laughs> Podbean. Yeah, Podbean also. So check us out and listen to our, our podcast. Subscribe. And then share with other people as well. Share our uh, ministry with others. Uh, the last thing we did, I think, was the last thing we posted on YouTube was a soccer camp. No, the parenting. Parenting? Yeah, didn't we? Post did that? we do one? No, you, yeah, you posted the audio for the parenting. Oh, oh yeah, the, the audio one. Audio. Right, but the, the audio last one. YouTube video was the uh, summer soccer summer camp for the kiddos. Yeah, so check that one out. That one was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was fun. I, it was Hot but fun. Yeah, that was hot. <laughs> I kind of learned to play soccer. You can check that out. That was yeah, awkward. With your chicken legs, right? Yeah. 
Hey. Didn't the pastor from Fort Worth first say? Yeah, man. That was. chicken legs. And then when you kick the boys, like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. I give that a six. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> there you go. Thank those chicken legs. <laughs> all right. Hey, but you did pretty good. I did all right. You kicked it so hard, you knocked off the uh, coach's uh, pet, uh, notepad. Off the goalie thing there. So watch out. Watch my leg strength, everyone. <laughs> Vanessa's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm the one that carries him. <laughs> all right. So we're going to be talking about fear, right? Fear and anxiety. I have a little test for you guys. I want to see how, how much you know fear. You guys ready for this? Our own fears or... Just fear in general. Oh. How familiar... How, how fearful are we? Very afraid. <laughs> how is, it, is this the test? Huh? No. It's I, like oh. fear factor right now. It is. <laughs> you don't like know what... you're the most... Are you, are you afraid <laughs> of the unknown right now? Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's see how familiar you are with fear. And there's several types of fear. So I'm going to tell you the fear and you tell me... You, I'm going to tell you the uh, the... The phobia, and you tell me what kind of phobia oh, it is. Oh, okay. All right, because there's different types of phobia, which are fear, right? So the first one is pretty self-explanatory, but uh, social phobias. You're afraid Idea? of being around people? Yes. Good job. The most common type of fear is social uh, phobia. And it's really a fear of being judged. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, so not does, really being around people. So does social distancing help with that? Um. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I makes you more. I think there's more f- social phobia in that in that regard that everyone kind of is more afraid of. You know, that person might be. Maybe people are. Maybe there's some people that have a fear of not being able to be around other people. There are what now? That are not able to be around other people. Yeah. Well, that's part of that social phobia. What did you call that FOMO? Fear of missing out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the one too that's a that's more of a social media yeah. cultural kind of thing but okay did you know that one in 20 people have a social phobia mm-hmm. all right agoraphobia what is that is that afraid of spiders nope a what agoro agoraphobia agoraphobia yeah. Oh, is it closed spaces? No, nope. that's claustrophobia. That's claustrophobia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is this one's actually the opposite. The fear of open spaces. Oh, okay. Oh. Open spaces. Um, what? Yeah, it's a ser- it's a serious anxiety disorder that can trap people in their homes or make um, loading a nor- uh, leading a normal life next to impossible. So they avoid specific places or venues. They don't like the big open. Well, you know, I, I knew someone who was afraid of, like, the ocean because it's so open. Is it like oh, yeah. that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. They're like, like this I'm open not afraid space. of water. It's just, like, the ocean's just open space. Yeah, it's vast, so right? Vast. Very vast. Okay, acrophobia. That's spiders, isn't it? Nope. Is that, like, acrobat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go with that. Run with that. So an acrobat would be, you know, what's... What does an acrobat do? Where does an acrobat live? Lipping, live? Uh-huh. Or, you know. Oh, afraid of. Where they perform. Circus? <laughs> afraid of the circus. <laughs> okay, okay. A fear of. Yeah, of, acrophobia of is a fear of surf <laughs> as a circus. <laughs> a fear of being well, shot the, out of a cannon. Not, not the venue where they perform, but like the element that they perform in the most. You're afraid of air? <laughs> so, something like that the height the height oh okay yeah, yeah. right so acrophobia is a fear of heights i think i have that you said where do they live well 
Yeah, they kind of live in the air, right? Kind of live in the heights because that's where they perform. Uh, oh my gosh, we're failing. This. I did not so, catch that. Y'all do not know fear at all. You're fearless. Fearless, uh, dude, yeah. Okay, here's one. I can't even pronounce this one. Uh, Teromophonobia. Teromorhanophia. <laughs> That's a really difficult one to pronounce. Tarot? Yeah, tarot. Yeah, tarot. And then it's got these words in the middle and then phobia. Fear of number three. <laughs> no. Why would you say three? I don't need, I, I wouldn't even get this one. Okay, let me try to let me try to pronounce it. Tetris. Teromorhanophobia. Teromorhanophobia. There's like, man, that's ter- ter- fear of flying. It, it is. Oh. Hey, you look. You, Wait, you, you cheated. You actually, did see that. Oh. Oh, she's cheater. A, she's a cheater. I was like, how do you know that? She has a fear of not being right. Uh, <laughs> well, I got the first fear of wrong. being wrong. Uh, fear of flying. Um, ter- I don't even know how you, I was sh- teromerhanophobia. <laughs> Let's move on. It doesn't get move any, on, it doesn't on. get any easier. Claustrophobia. Uh, you guys, you know this one. Fear of close spaces. Entomophobia. A fear of being intimate. <laughs> Not intimate phobia. <laughs> I thought that's what you said. Ento- entomophobia. Oh. Man, these are kind of hard to pronounce. You just say it. Fear of insects. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Dude, I have a horrible vocabulary. Oh, fi- I have a fear of having a bad vocabulary now. I don't know what that is. Maybe it'll come up here. Okay, aphidiophobia. Fear of um, videos. No. <laughs> Watching TV. <laughs> no. Something that Indiana Jones was afraid of. Oh, snakes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, cynophobia. A fear I, of following. I don't even get the relationship between these Sino, words. A fear of following speed signs. <laughs> no. Fear of signs. So, a fear of si- <laughs> sinophobia. And it's not it's like sign like a sign. It's C-Y-N-O phobia. Like a blue? Cyano? No. What'd you- it's a fear of dogs. Oh, really? Astrophobia. Fear of the space. Oh, it's close. Of asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> a fear of storms. Oh, okay. Okay, last one, guys. That is not close to space. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from space. It, it can be in the space and air and the heavens. Oh, gosh, Jesse. <laughs> what is it? Let me guess. Air it height. lives there. It What's lives the la- there. Let me guess the surface. last one. <laughs> Stop mocking me. Air height, safe thing. <laughs> okay, last one. What'd you say? What'd you say, Dwayne? We have air down here without yeah. air up Spousophobia. <laughs> what? Spousophobia. Spousophobia? That's You're what I have. Of your spouse. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. Me and Jesse. <laughs> I have a serious condition of spousophobia. Um, okay. Trypanophobia. Last one. Dude. Just say Afraid it. of triplets. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? It's a fear of needles. Oh. Right? Because it's kind of sounded like the fear of needles, right? That's me. Okay, man, that was hard. That's what Dwayne legit had. You, you really have a fear of needles? I don't, it's not a fear. It's just when I see them digging in my arm trying to get the vein, and it yeah. just makes me sick to the stomach. Mm-hmm. Well, you might have uh, a, a, some degree of trypanophobia. It's not even, I don't know. I, I, I went to get my blood drawn, like, yeah. end of August, and uh, for labs, go. and 
Dude, I nearly passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was digging in my arm for like two minutes trying Ooh. to get the vein. I was just like, oh, can you do something different? She you didn't, like, oh, you didn't bruise it. up? Yeah. Dude, do you look, look away? Ooh, yeah. Do, do you, you look away? Yeah, it did. But just the thought that you, <laughs> you have moving around was like, oh, man. You definitely dude. have trypanophobia. Yeah, maybe so, man. Yeah, you're trypanophobic. Dude, I broke out in, in a sweat and they had to put ice pack on my forehead and on my neck <laughs> and the back. And how, did he, how was he uh, didn't pass and out when you guys were having babies? Like in no, and I, <laughs> and, I, and I saw that. I was like, oh, cool. Because it's, <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's not being done to him. I, okay, I yeah. wanted to like sew it up too, but. Didn't let you? No, of course. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't scrub in. <laughs> All right. So what did you guys think of that little uh, test of fear there? It's Man, hard. That, that, was, that was hard, yeah. I wouldn't have gotten any of those right. Maybe the only one was claustrophobia. Yeah, that's but a common one. That's a common one. All the other ones had I, no... What about hydrophobia? Fear of water? Mm. Is that a that's thing? That's Jesse. Yeah, that's me. I think it probably is. These are only 10 of the most common phobias. Hyd- There's probably way more than that. What about hydrophilic? <laughs> what is that? It's the opposite of hydrophobia. Uh, a love for water? Yeah, you could say it that way. <laughs> or attracted to water. But, I mean, you know, so fear, guys. I mean, fear is something we all deal with. What does the Bible have to say about fear? Or how do you face fears in your own life? You know, what's that been like for you? And how does, does how do you think your own spiritual life helps are there, you? Are there people that are truly with fearless fear? in life? Like, have no fear whatsoever? Or does everyone have fear, too? I think, I think everyone has fear. Just the different fears are degrees. different. Yeah, different degrees of fear. I mean, you, you may not be afraid of certain things, but maybe there's other things in your life that you are more afraid of, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's pretty universal that someone would be afraid of losing a loved one. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, so fear, I think, is just a very, I mean, we all have fear. We all have fears of some to sort. To a certain degree, yeah. Some people seem to overcome their fears. Uh, we were talking about that earlier, right? I mean, is fear healthy or is fear good? And we're saying, yeah, to a certain extent, fear can be healthy and good if it's if it protects you. You know, it's a protective factor. It has a protective factor. That's true. Like we were talking about the guy that free climbed El Capitan. Right. So I mean, I wouldn't do that because I I I know I would probably fall. Oh, probably to my. You certainly would fall. There's no I mean, there. Yeah. Dude, unless sure. I was connected to like a helicopter. Come on, man. <laughs> you just pull me up after after I fell. <laughs> well, yeah. So for example, that person there maybe doesn't have the fear of, but also the, there's preparation, obviously, that goes into something like that. But he doesn't have the fear of um, fallophobia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now we're just making stuff up. Now we're just making things up. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, what does the Bible have to say uh, about fear? What are some examples that come to your mind in terms of Bible characters that maybe were in fearful situations? Situation. Anything come to mind? David. When he fought Goliath. I think he was He didn't afraid. seem fearful. Yeah. No, but he's, I mean, but that was. That was a pretty I dangerous was, situation. Yeah, a fearful situation. Nobody else. In the army would fight. Right. Goliath. So they were afraid, right? Yeah. So what, what made David's experience different from the rest of the military, the is Israel military? I mean, why was David so mm, willing to 
confront such a dangerous situation when you had a whole military that was afraid of one man. His faith was greater. Yeah. He, he, so he believed in something that no one else did. He spent time with his creator daily. We know that mm-hmm. he was out in the fields mm-hmm. shepherding. You know. Plus, you kind of think of you kind of think about being a shepherd. It doesn't sound very dangerous, but what did David? What did David? You know, deal with as a shepherd. I want to say it comes down to what we spoke about in one of our podcasts. Perspective. He had enough time to figure out what the right perspective was. Right. You know. Yeah. Constantly, daily communicating with God. Right, and building right. up his trust and confidence i mean he was able to go through different situations right where he even protected his flock from a lion he he killed the lion you know through these experiences he saw how god protected him right mm-hmm. so when he went to face the giant he could look back on those experiences mm-hmm. and with confidence look forward to see beyond to see victory beyond the, the giant right so in the way david dealt with fear even before he met goliath he had already dealt with certain fears of, you know, protecting, like you said, but the flock from dangerous animals. And it, and, and it comes back to, it comes back to perspective, right? Had he not given God all the glory, had that spirit of gratitude for uh, giving him the power to overcome that beast. Yeah. Right. Like we, we, we talked about gratitude, right? Gratitude is very important because that also helps build our confidence as we mm-hmm. look back and see how God has, brought us through our lives through the many decisions that we make through the many mishaps that yeah. we have to navigate through in life and we come out victorious so know? i kind of imagine you know david the first time he came across a lion that was trying to eat a sheep yeah i mean who i just, mean you know you think about was he like at first like whoa like who just kills a lion who just who's able to just kill a lion with their bare hands man well no did with his bare hands but you know, you think about the first time he encountered uh, a dangerous animal like that. I mean, you think he was probably a little afraid, and I mean, there wasn't. But gun, he had no there choice. Wasn't but guns back then. Well, How no. else did he kill it? Rocks. His bare hands. <laughs> slingshot. Yeah, yeah sling, you know, he was. A, he was. A, he wrestled it. He wrestled the lion. Did he? Well, that was just making <laughs> stuff up. <laughs> well, just I think we're talking about that's Samson right there. Samson's the one that wrestled the lion and right. killed it with his bare hands, but. You know, think about the first time he encountered that, and maybe he, there was a, there was uh, some fear, but then he had no choice but to protect the flock. And when he, I guess, successfully protected the flock or killed the lion, that must have been like a, you know, like you said, he gave thanks to God for protecting him, for protecting the flock. And I think from there, he kind of realized that God pr- could protect them in all these different kind of situations, right? So... That's where his confidence came from. That's where it so grew. So it says here in First Samuel seventeen thirty four to thirty six. I'm going to just read the first when he's telling King Saul how he protected his sheep. Because right. King Saul was like, "What? What are you going to do against a giant, man? Are you kidding me? Like, you're so small. You're just a kid." He goes, "Well, I went out after it and attacked it and rescued the sheep from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I grabbed it by its mane and struck it and killed it." Oh wow! Okay, so it was it with bear. Your servant has. He said, "Your servant has killed yeah, both the stab. lion yeah. and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them." Like one of them, yeah. That, that Since he has defied the armies yeah. of the living God, so that's what I'm saying. Like we always have to be have that 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 perspective of gratitude and and be able to look back at how God takes care of us. I mean, the very yeah. fact that we're here alive today in the comfort of our own homes, 
being able to even do things like this together, you know, I mean, dude, there's so many bad things that happen to people, man. I mean, yeah, especially these days, right? I mean, a lot of stuff's going on. Yeah. So, have you guys have you guys had a had an experience where you're like seriously afraid, and looking back at it, you kind of saw God's hand in it? Come to mind right now. You've never been afraid. I think I'm always afraid. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel? Do, do, are you a worrier? Do you worry a lot? Uh, no, I don't think you worry. You're not a big worrier. I'm not a big worrier. I think sometimes you know, I worry about silly things. Like maybe when Dwayne is not home, I you know. To worry about someone at the house. Someone's yeah. gonna come in the house. Yeah, those kind of things. I'm pretty fearful. Yeah, safety of my family. You know. But yeah. what about you, Vanessa? Do you are you afraid of anything? No, I know. I know you're afraid of losing me. <laughs> based on what I know, since we've been Where's friends, so based on what I know, <laughs> she's not scared of anything. Uh, Is that true, Vanessa? No. Fearless. Are you fearless? I just hide it very well. Oh. So what, you know, do you, have, have you ever had an experience where you had a, a fear <laughs> that you saw God's hand in, you know, in either protecting you from that or helping you overcome that fear? Um, Anything that you can share publicly? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure there is, but it kind of put me on the spot. And so I know. I'm I kind of put you guys on the spot with that one. You got to give me time to think. So yeah, we have to dig deep in our memories. You I know. <laughs> Well, that's probably true because I, I think those are memories that we don't register. Like, you know, we don't necessarily hang on to those memories. Be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was so afraid for right. such and such thing. We, the memories you probably tend to try to, you know, not think about too frequently. Might be blocked out because we were yeah. so fearful. <laughs> <laughs> right. Blocked right. it in our memory. Wait, I mean, you had an experience in Dominican Republic. Oh, oh Yeah. <laughs> We laugh I, at it. I was not scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't <laughs> happening to you, was it? <laughs> but, you know, you can share that. I well, wait, you want me to summarize it? I mean, I I was pretty scared. Yeah. You know, we were at Dominican Republic. And um, mistake number one, we went out in the ocean and it was a yellow flag. You know what a yellow, when they have the yellow flag out? That means, and what a NASCAR means caution. It, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Basically, it's, you know. Well, in Dominican Republic, it means just get out. <laughs> don't go in that Don't area. go in the water? <laughs> well, don't go in that particular area. The there. red oh. flag is like, don't go in the water. Yellow flag is like. Be careful. Well, they should have put the red flag out. Yeah. It's windy. Caution. Going mm-hmm. there, was a, there was an area that had really strong rip currents. You know, oh. those basically drag you back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, we, and I wasn't planning on, you know, going too far. We just we just bought the girls this tube, like, tube and we, w- we just kind of wanted to float a little bit, but you know the the wave just kind of took us further and further to where I was like I'm not touching the ground, and then I'm trying to push Gia towards shore, mm-hmm. but the wave just keeps pulling me back, pulling me back, <laughs> and then I realize I'm not a very good swimmer or I'm not a very good a strong swimmer. Mm-hmm. And I, I got pretty fearful thinking, like, I'm going to drown. So I'm screaming my lungs out, calling Dwayne's Dwayne name. Because <laughs> he's a better swimmer than I am. And I can see people staring at me. And I was like, Dwayne. 
I'm sure you weren't laughing at that time. Though. No, I was not laughing. And I'm thinking, surely he's going to come out here because it's me and his other little girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wasn't coming. <laughs> his, his little girl. Yeah, our little girl. And then I see the lifeguard coming and that, you know, made me feel a little better. Yeah. That I was saved. Do you, do you think God had a hand in that experience for you there? Oh, yes. He sa- I, I got saved. You and Gia. Yeah. Yeah. That's was a scary. Shaky that there. is scary. And yeah. when she got out, she was upset at me because I didn't come back in and get her. Yeah. Oh. But I, you know. <laughs> epic fail on my part. <laughs> no, but, but honestly, well, I saw the lifeguard already going yeah. in. He's obviously trained for my little girl. I couldn't just leave her on there. We were in a different country. Yeah. On the shore there. I mean, you know, I don't know if someone could just come pick her up and take her while I'm out there trying to bring them back in. And so. But overall, it's just kind of a scary situation, right? I mean, where you're getting pulled into the ocean and can't get out of it. And uh, that's, yeah, that's scary. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, at that moment, dude, I mean, it's like, oh, what's happening? What yeah. do I do? You know, you yeah. looked pretty calm, though. Oh, I was pretty calm. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was just kicking back, drinking. Like my life insurance on that. Yeah. <laughs> He looked pretty calm. He looked back. And well, then I looked at everything that was going on. I saw the guy. Did he wave at I, you? Like, well, she was. I was thinking, is he hearing me? And I was screaming louder and louder. <laughs> and, and I thought I heard him look back and looked at me. Well, you, I don't know if he thought, is she just saying hello? Just saying my name? <laughs> no, we were getting pulled in. That's why I brought Kina in. But did you see and me I, struggling? Yes, I did. <laughs> but, I also, <laughs> but I also saw that. That you guys were okay because Gia had an inner tube. Yeah. And they were at least, they weren't going under. Yeah. You know. And then the I was going was under. I couldn't touch the ground anymore. Yeah. I have the video. We have of proof. Me struggling. We have the evidence. We have the evidence. Maybe we'll show It'll some of that foot. On we'll show some podcast. of that footage. Do you still have the video? Yes. You, you will see it. Me going Well. It is it's I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you guys are okay. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad no one drowned. Yeah. All right. God, God had a hand in that one for sure. Yeah, and, for you sure. know, the lifeguard was trying to, he's like, you speak, you speak English? You speak Spanish? I said, yeah, English. He says, it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> then pull out the red flag, you know? Um, yeah, that's, those are pretty scary moments for sure. I'm, I'm sure I've, I've had, you know, scary moments. I've been, I remember one time I, I, I can I can I can I can recall one time I was uh, with my sister. We were driving down I-20. Uh, if you're familiar with Dallas Fort Worth area, we were going from like Fort Worth into Arlington and we were on the fast lane, probably going about 70, maybe 75 or whatever. And my sister was with me and just the next thing I know, there's a car headed right towards us. They had they had been going the opposite direction but crossed the median on the freeway and was headed right towards us and I mean it happened so quick all I could really do is like slam on the brakes and and try to turn the wheel and to try to avoid but we still hit pretty much head on um like caught more on the passenger side than the driver's side but um and so my the airbags deployed and everything and my sister got hurt from the airbags she had some lacerations on her face from where the airbag hit and then I had a broken collarbone, so I broke my collarbone, and uh, we ended up just kind of stuck right there, right, right, right there in the medium of of the of the highway, the freeway. 
So then we ended up in the hospital, of course. The ambulance came, took us to the hospital, got, got us all checked out. And so the police, the officer came in to get the report about, like, what happened. And um, so my mom was there in the hospital room. And when the officer came in and kind of took the report and was kind of explaining, like, you know, what happened, um, he was like, uh, I, I remember him telling my mom something like, you know, <laughs> Um, he must have had an angel or something with him because, you know, the way the vehicles hit and the way your husband was, or not husband, your son was able to react <laughs> to the, you know, to the incident. It's like basically <coughs> saved their life, you know. And uh, I'm like, I didn't think I did anything. Right. So if, if anything happened, it was because God had an angel to really kind of either move the car or do something enough to avoid like a fatal accident. Align the vehicle so that they hit it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we walked away from it. I mean, with some injury, but then the other people, we've also walked away from, from the accident, you know, with no injuries or at least alive. So, you know, just looking back at that situation and then just the fact that some other person saw that this is truly like a a, a miraculous thing because, You know, down that stretch of highway, there'd been other, you know, head-on collisions from people crossing the median and stuff. And he's like, they usually end up in fatalities, yeah. you know. And so I kind of think about them and I'm like, wow, Lord, you know, thanks for preserving my life, the life of my sister, you know, and the other people as well. You know, think about them too. But that was a pretty scary moment. That was, I can still kind of imagine, I can still kind of recall it in my head, you know, the moment I saw that other car just kind of headed right towards us, like. I just couldn't believe what was happening. And then all you do is you just react, you slam the brakes, you turn the wheel and you just kind of hold on, you know, and yeah. uh, we, we came away from that one. So, so, so you broke your collarbone. I broke my collarbone. Oh. Yeah. Uh, wh- where's that? Like it's right here. Bro- right on the Yeah. Uh, up on the, uh, close to the right here, the shoulder and the neck area, your clavicle, my clavicle. Yeah. To be technically <laughs> correct. So my kind of like the Medo Persia bear. Yeah. I've got on one side. Yep. My shoulders. The bear that represents <laughs> me- media Persia. <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, need the three ribs in your mouth. I know, the right? Mac, the Mac ribs. I, you know, I'm, there's nothing you can do really for that kind of a break. You just have to kind of let it heal. So I do have like, you know, like a little bit of a bump right here. So it's very comfortable. Sometimes. How prophetic, Jesse! <laughs> but I'm glad you're here, man. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, so God has a hand in those kind of situations when you have those fears and things happen in life like that that are very unexpected what about when things don't go so well you know because obviously that's anger and frustration (laughs) (laughs) no i'm saying like when people don't make it out of situations like that and instead oh yeah yeah is that something to be feared as well like the like the unknown (laughs) seeing the white light well i haven't been seeing the white light which is good but um well i mean i i i i had a I had a fear, man, back in uh, just last month. I was in the hospital, uh, pretty sick, yeah, damaged lungs, and could could barely breathe, dude. And, um, you know, I was there in the hospital being hospitalized for this crazy virus. Um, you know, I, 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 I can honestly say I wasn't, like, fearful of, of death because I was real pretty critical man i mean almost even on the point of being on a ventilator Mm -hmm. but uh, i I just know that one thing that was going through my mind was that you know through this pandemic we've seen loved ones you know not make it right 
and church members and, and just, you know, good friends not make it. And um, well, I was not scared of that because I know um, that I'll, I, I, I have the hope that one day if I should pass here, that I would be resurrected again. I mean, that's that's why I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. That's why we're all Christians. That that it offers us something more beyond the grave, right? If if that weren't the case, there would be no point to being a Christian. Christian yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's the beautiful thing that you know, Jesus comes to die for our sins, um, and then He gives us that salvation mm. if we believe it. And not only that, He gives us the power if we. Give him our wills daily to overcome mm-hmm. the bad things in this world, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, there was a little bit of a fear because it wasn't for myself, you know, because I, 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 you know, I've grown up with this and, and I'm, you know, I'm so blessed to have been raised uh, knowing these truths, you know, because it's put me at ease. Should I, should I pass here? You know, I know what I can look forward to. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my legitimate fear, man, when I was there, you know, fighting for life and, you know, just having a hard time breathing was that of my family, you know, not being able to see my little girls again, you know, because, mm. you know, they, they're my pride and joy, dude. Like, yeah. They're my best friends. Like, we, now that they're older, we do so much together. You know, we, we go on little dates. I'll take them out to eat. We'll go study the yeah. Bible Panera while they're eating their tomato soup. And, you know, I, I, those were the things that I was just mm-hmm. kind of fearful of missing out on, you know, with, with them and, and also... No, you're not. You know who's gonna? Who's gonna? Oh yeah, and, and, and my wife, of course, is in, included. But it's like Dominican all over again. <laughs> but you know, like I'm, I'm like, what's gonna happen to them if I'm not here? You know. So yeah. I, I, I had that fear, man, because yeah. you know, you know, sometimes it's it's just your your time to rest, right? I mean, and uh, God mercifully allows people to rest in certain circumstances and we don't know the reason obviously it's because maybe um their salvation is guaranteed that way right and so we don't know only well, god i know I, I know we were we were all worried about about you and <laughs> yeah. uh i was afraid i was gonna lose uh my best friend <laughs> not my wife vanessa my best friend <laughs> but but you know, man, that's that's a beautiful thing. Everyone was was praying for me. I, I even had coworkers, dude, praying for me that told me. Well, you know, one in particular is a good friend. Told me that he he has never really even prayed, but yeah. started praying. You know, so you know that's a positive that that came out of this. You know, and and um, we've we've grown closer as friends. Yeah. Even and even now more so in the truth, man, uh, the biblical truths. And, um, you know, I, I thought that was a blessing, you know, even, even though that situation wasn't ideal for me, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want to go back through it again, but you know, if it brings someone else to get closer to God then, and, and it's my lot to go through it, I'm, I'm okay with it. Dude. You know? Do you guys think that, <clears throat> that God protects believers more than non-believers? That almost sounds kind of bad, but you know, is there... Is there a blessing with believing in God, walking with God when it comes to security, protection, and safety versus someone who doesn't believe in God, doesn't walk with God? You know, do they have those same priviles or benefits? Mm, that's, that's a deep question. A deep, 
deep question. I think they do. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is, is those who don't have that relationship don't necessarily see those blessings or see... Perspective. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it's different. Like, someone who has that relationship notices all these instances where God had a hand in these in these things. People who don't have that relationship just, you know, brush it off and think, well, I was lucky. Mm-hmm. And that's all it was. It was luck. So I think it's, I think it's still the same. I just think that it's just a matter of perspective. So someone that let's say someone just doesn't recognize right God's hand in their life or you know God's working right or His protection, and they never acknowledge it, they never accept it. Right? Does God eventually remove? that protection from them since they have no have expressed no gratitude they have no walk with him they've kind of maybe even rejected that light you know does 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 that is maybe it's is it that god is it that they push away god's protection at that point and and god can't do anything that's what i was going to say is i i think people can get to a point where uh they become so consumed by by non, how do I say non, non godly things, right? That that becomes their joy, their passion, and little by little, as their heart starts to cement in those ways, mm-hmm. you're pushing yourself away from those protections, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that you can have when you walk with Christ. Obviously, if you're walking in His footsteps, God's gonna bless you with with you know the protect. You're you're like. In a bubble, man, right? Yeah, kind of like Job, right? Like, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, Job, there was the a hedge, hedge around, around Job, Job, right? So, I mean, is it possible to walk away or walk out of that bubble? Yeah. I think it is, you know? I mean. And I think as Christians, that's something that we pray daily. I was going to say, To yeah. protect our families, mm-hmm. protect us throughout the day, and we have those daily prayers. And people who don't, it, I mean... I mean, we're asking God. We're, we're asking for a special. Protect us. You know? Yeah. So. Like, I'm driving to work. Please be with us. We're going on a lo- road trip. You know, we always ask for protection. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's kind of like asking, inviting God to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. with us. So maybe as Christians, we seem like we probably get blessed or protected a little bit more. But I think it's because we're inviting. Yeah. Mm. We're inviting There's an invitation him. there. Be yeah. with us, protect us, have your hand on this. So, yeah, yeah. So, no, so, I, so when bad things happen to Christians, it w- what is that question that everyone always <laughs> asks? Why? Why? Well, I mean, maybe yeah. not necessarily Christians, like good, good people in general. Yeah. I mean, no, there, there's some people that may not claim to be Christians. They, they just good people. They live, yeah. you know, but they we live, live in a, a sinful world. Good so. lives, you know. I mean, they have a. So why did things happen to bad things happen to to individuals? Well, we would like consider that, yeah, good, good people, people that don't really <coughs> cause trouble. You know, they're just yeah. model citizens trying to live a, a good, clean life. You mm-hmm. know, without issues. And and we oftentimes ask that, right? Yeah, I, and and I, I think it's one of those things where, look, if you're gonna like Vanessa said, we live in a sinful world too, right? I mean, there's a lot of bad things that happen in in this world to good people, bad people. I mean, look, uh, look at Job's story. I mean, he was righteous, right? Yet God allowed Satan to have a hand in his life, you know, not to take his life, but to really upset his life and disrupt his life. Mm-hmm. 
So these things are going to happen. Um, but it's like, where do you want to take your chances? You know, do you want to, like you guys are saying, like Evan and Vanessa are saying, do we invite God into our lives and say, Lord, give us your protection. We are put our lives in your hands, right? Then someone who doesn't ask for, for that, you know, maybe even, you know, rejects or walks away from God and walks away or pushes back, you know, that relationship and thus kind of forfeits a little bit of that protection, which, what would you rather, you know, what would you rather do? What decision would you rather make to put your life in God's hand and say, Lord, whatever happens, good or bad, I'm in your hands, or it just kind of live, live life and hope for the best. You know, I, I think, I think there's a, there's a deliberate decision that you make at, at that point, right? I'll take a chance with life or I say, Hey Lord, you know, I be in my life. I invite you, protect us, keep us safe, you know, provide your blessings and, and, and whatever happens, you know, it's in your hands. Well said. Oh, no comment. <laughs> oh, it was, it was speechless. I left you I all mean, speechless. I was, that's, that's, I, was, was I was processing what you were. I process a little faster, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, I, you know, I just think are you, like are you I mean, asking a question. You, no, but you I know mean, what's crazy? <laughs> if you look at it from another yeah. perspective, right? Like, you always get that. Why do bad things happen to good people? Yeah. Well, why are bad things not happening to? I mean, bad people. I think they. But we look happen. at it from the perspective that maybe God, uh, our God, is very patient and yeah. willing that. No one should be lost. He's right? long suffering, right? Long suffering, mm-hmm. hoping that you know people will turn to him, man. Yeah. You know, in in their wretched condition. I mean, I, I kind of look at the situation that we are in today, right? Where we have disease, rampant disease. We have pandemic. We have you know disruption in society. You know, people just don't trust each other. It's like everyone's all stressed out and kind of flipped upside down, right? Divided, yeah. I mean, and and, and it's, it's like, are these the times where we have to really invite God to be a part of our lives? For sure. I mean, and if someone out here, if someone out there is listening to, to this podcast, you know, and, and maybe you've thought about, you may, maybe have a lot of anxiety, maybe have a lot of fear, maybe you're worried about things. Maybe your relationships have been kind of turned upside down by everything that's going on. You know, what advice would you give that person? I mean, what, 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 what can we tell that person to give them a little bit of hope and encouragement? I am that person. <laughs> <laughs> advice. <laughs> this is an intervention right here for Revenant. <laughs> I mean, from my perspective, yeah. from what I've previous been, previously been, from what I have previously been through or gone through, um, you know, I would say we, we serve a God that still answers prayers, man. Yeah. A God who hears us. A God, I mean, while I was in the hospital, you know, all I could think about, people were sending me, you know, positive quotes and and one of them that, that someone sent me said, God feels all the pain you're feeling, and he sees every tear that you're shedding, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, he's right there with you, and he's going to get you through this. Yeah. And, and, if it's, and if it's according to his will, then he will pull me. I mean, he's, he pulled me out of there, Jesse, and I had some pretty damaged lungs. I was supposed to be, t- it was supposed to, I was supposed to be there for a while, and mm-hmm. I got out in a week, mm-hmm. able to come back home and recover. 
And this this was me praying every day. And while I was here recovering, it took a while, but it seems that right as I was supposed to go to my follow-up appointment with my PCP mm-hmm. to see if I was ready to go back to work, like everything was just starting to feel normal. Right? Mm-hmm. There's still a little recovery I have to go through, but I can honestly say I feel like I'm at 97%, yeah. you know, and that's that's a pretty quick recovery from from where I was from at. From where you were, yeah, for uh, sure. You know, just a month and a half ago. Yeah. And yeah. so I would tell anyone, just put your trust in the Lord. Look back at how, I mean, just go back to creation, you know. If you believe that your God can created this world, that he set everything in motion just by speaking it, and, and then just go through all the stories of the Bible and see how he, how he carried his people, you know, through everything. I mean, when all seemed lost, just look yeah. at the flood, the example of the flood. There was only eight people that were faithful. And God took action to save them, you know. Mm-hmm. He offered that safety to everyone should they step on the ark. And only eight people decided to step into the refuge mm-hmm. of the ark. Mm-hmm. And he protected them, right? Like it goes back and to this bubble yeah. that we're talking about. You can say that the ark was that bubble, right? Yeah. No one, his family chose to step into that bubble. Mm-hmm. And everyone else did not. And probably also because of the influence <laughs> yeah. and example of Noah, you know, that... Yeah. The rest were were, His gra- family, were granted yeah, right, that yeah. protection, so, so you know. So safety by association, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> something like that, right? I mean, I mean they all had to make their decision as well, but yeah, I mean. So you keep going through all these stories. Abraham, man, was such a big example of of faith, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point that he he was, you know, he was tested by having to sacrifice his son, right? How, yeah. how did he get through that? Was he not fearful? Oh, you Maybe did we, he not we, have the same fear well, that I had about, you know, his, his son who he loved dearly? Yeah. Well, we know he had a lot of fear early on because remember when he would pass through Egypt and he'd yeah. tell them, hey, uh, this is my sister, not my wife, because I want to get killed, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, he had fear in his life and, and he, he, he learned to but as he, those experiences. But as he continually walked with God on a daily basis, yeah. that fear started to diminish because now his confidence in God was growing as his fear was diminishing, yeah. right? And, and you know, you go, you go and read this verse, 1 John 4, 18. There is, no fear in, in, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear mm-hmm. because fear involves torment or punishment, but he who fears has not been made perfect in love. As Abraham was walking daily with God, his love was being perfected to the yeah. point that he had no fear. And, you know, I was studying this with the girls the other day, how was Abraham able to, he basically sacrificed his son like God requested. God just stopped him before he did it, right? Like literally did it. Yeah. But, but in his know, mind, he, used, he was already set yeah, to do it. Yeah, it was already sacrificed. Yeah. He passed the test, but how did he do it, you ask? And I was telling the girls when we were reading this story, it was like his faith was so strong because he was able to look back at everything that God had brought him through. From He just called him, right, when he was, he was alone and said, follow me. Mm-hmm. And that's where that relationship started. And it gets to this point where the ultimate test, right? Right. But he, he, at this point, he's able to use what he's, his experience in the past to look forward, just like David looked forward to victory. Mm-hmm. He looks beyond the sacrifice and says, well, hey, God made an oath with me that my son was going yeah. to carry on this, you know, this, this generation. He was, you know, multiple descendants were going to come through my son. And I know God can't lie because 
I trust of this everything guy. I've gone through with him. So, yeah. so in his mind, I, I, I say he probably looked and said, if I sacrifice my son here, I know God's going to resurrect him. I have that confidence yeah, in he, my he God. He had to fulfill his promise. Because God had to fulfill his promise. Yeah. So in a sense, if you think about it, when Isaac laid down on the altar, it was like if he had already died. And when he sat back up, it was like God was giving him back to him with new, yeah. new life, right? It's kind of symbolic, but... yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, man, I mean, you look, you read that story, you know, that's another confidence booster that we can take, you know, apply in our lives. And then we get to our lives finally, and we see how God has brought us through. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I, I think, um, you know, taking inventory of your life and seeing, recalling as much as possible, you know, how God has intervened in your life, what he's done for you whether protected you from fearful situations or, you know, also his blessings and using that to, as a, as a starting point, you know, to build that relationship, you know, with him. Um, did that, did that help Evanette? Do you feel like we have uh, successfully <laughs> intervened um, at least some, to some degree here? My anxiety. <laughs> have we chipped away at your, <laughs> you know, at your anxiety, but um how about you, Vanessa? I mean, what 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 advice would you give, or you know, how would you encourage someone who is mean, struggling right now, to be honest, with the stuff going on in, in the world? What would you uh, well suggest? Um, I think that fear is an opportunity. Ooh, I like and that. I say that because it's an opportunity. <laughs> Usually, when people are very fearful, they feel like they're at, they have no control over the things that are going on. So it's an opportunity to grow your faith. It's mm. also good. I'm like so. So rather than be afraid of fear, take it as an opportunity. And you said yes. they you, they usually think that or they fear like they might not have <laughs> control over things. But yes, because at least you have control over this. You have control to make a decision to say, Lord, I'm gonna put my faith in you to handle this situation because I don't have that control. And so that's, that's why I'm saying, like, for me, I always, when I get overwhelmed with fear of certain circumstances or whatever's going on, I always say, you know what, this is an opportunity to put my faith in God, to grow it, because these are little tests yeah. that we have, and, you know, that's what grows our faith, is these times, you know, these situations that we're put into, because I, I always feel like I don't have control, and it drives me nuts. But the thing I do have control is giving it over to God and letting him give me peace, letting him sort out that situation. Yep. Mm. So. Has, that, has that given you confidence? Have you seen results from taking that approach? Yes. And, have, and has that increased your confidence? Yes. And, I'm, I mean, sometimes I have to look back, which is – I'm thankful for those situations because now I have something to look back and say, you know what, God, you brought me through this. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know what was, what my future was going to look like. And you brought me through that. So I have no doubt that you're going to bring me through this. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a great, that's great advice. You know, I think that that is a good way to kind of begin to wrap up this podcast and basically just saying, just start start somewhere 
I mean, if you're struggling and you're afraid or you have anxiety, you have fear, just start with that small prayer. Yeah. And if you're not, and if you're someone who just doesn't trust anyone, just give God a, a chance. Yeah. What do you got to lose? Give him a shot. You got nothing to lose and, and, and everything to gain. Yeah. You know? If if if, I mean, if if anything, you start giving God a chance, maybe you start losing that that fear that you have about the things that are going on around I'm, you. I'm telling and you, man, uh, coming coming out of these these, you know, we Vanessa's absolutely right. I had this conversation with another another group of friends. We were we had a prayer group, and you know, these they, a lot of them had gone through similar uh, circumstances or situations like mm-hmm. what what I went through, and we we like kind of redefine the word test right like we we said you know what why are we calling it test these are like just spiritual opportunities to grow your faith and your confidence in god right mm-hmm. and 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 uh and and really just just grow in him be be ready for anything i mean you can face anything with him by your side you know and and maybe we haven't faced that giant in our lives but we know that one day it's going to come. Oh, yeah. Um, it's definitely going to come. And are we going to have that confidence that David had, you know? Yeah. That, that faith that Abraham had. Yeah. You know? And if you feel I mean, you're not at that level, you know, you feel like, oh, man, these 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 people in the Bible just had this this amazing faith and, and, and they could overcome anything. <laughs> you know, you got to remember that that was a, a journey for them. Hey, and they're people just like us. They were people just like us. Yeah. Pe- God used ordinary people to do yeah. great things. All they did was give them their will. That's yeah. all they could give them. They, they yeah. couldn't make promises. Okay. I, I promise. We all know that our promises and our desires for, for, for being good and, and hopes of good, of being able to accomplish things. I mean, that's all, Wishy it's all meaningless, just, you know. <laughs> Look at Moses. Right, right. Moses didn't even want to go to Egypt. He was like, "You can't send me, God. Yeah. There's no way I can go." A lot of a lot of the and great Bible characters struggled, you know, at some point with with, with their faith. But it was it, it was that desire to you know take opportunities to to let to give it to God, and and specifically, you know, in our time, it's letting Jesus into your life. I mean, if you are struggling with these kind of things, it's, you know, it's as simple as saying, Jesus, I just want you to be a part of my life. You know, you, you know, I'm worried, you know, I'm anxious, you, you know, I'm scared, you know, um, sort it out, you know, give me peace, uh, send me, you know, workout situations, you know, for me so I can see your hand in things. And if you're have that perspective and you have that open mindedness, then you'll begin to see and perceive how God is leading and how Jesus is working in your life. And so you, you just, I think the best advice is to, is to collect yourself, start with Jesus with a simple prayer, invite him to work in your life and have a hand in your situations and see what happens, you know, be be open to that. Yeah, forget the milk crate challenge, man. All <laughs> these people doing these milk crate, you know, we, what a waste of time. Do the, you know, take a challenge and just give God a chance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no people, need to be that's, walking that's, around with fear. No, you that's know, a great point. Why are people doing all these silly <laughs> nonsense challenges, and then you come with some some so simple, and they're it's like it's yeah, like asking the world. And then some know? of them even fall off the crates and get hurt. Then they're scared of getting back up on the crates. Uh, I mean, cratophobia. Cratophobia. You know, <laughs> but. Yeah, man, it's, 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 you know, walk, walk daily with your creator, pray to him. Enoch walked with, with God for 300 years, man, yeah. it says, and I guarantee you that guy, 
had no fear at the end of it, you know? Perfect well, love. Um, I'm sure he has no fear now because <laughs> well, he's in a better place. He's probably scared for <laughs> us. He's probably scared for us right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I envy Enoch right now. Um, but, you know, God has a plan for all of us. And so yeah. what we'll do our, you know, we just got to put our lives in his hand. Thanks, guys. Um, that's a kind of a, it's a difficult subject, you know. I mean, it's 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 a hard one to, to talk about, you know, well, fear. and In a world where there's just so much going on right yeah, now. There's, there's, there's so, so much, much of it out there, man. Information that's flooding our minds. I mean, yeah. there's there's people on opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean... You can have a healthy balance, right, with the one that doesn't change. Right, that's I like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's all in it's all in, it's on the scripture. It's I mean, on the Bible. That that will bring a balance to your life, like you probably don't even imagine. Absolutely, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, Evanette. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you, Jesse. We'll see you guys back here next time on Haystack Nation. You guys take care and be safe. Have no fear. Happy and God Sabbath, bless. by the way. Happy Sabbath, guys. <laughs>